1: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Of the eulogy is a duty
2: normally left to the eldest child. But as you all know, Denham's son, Douglas, mysteriously disappeared after a lengthy court case seven years ago. Let me start by reading this poem that I saw in the film Four Weddings and a Funeral. (laughs) Stop. Overclocks. Father! Unhappy priest, where is your God? Where is your God now? Here lies a great man. A great man!
1: <laughs> Hello, welcome to Free State, everyone. It's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day. I sound like uh, Dermo and Dave now. I'm doing my own Dermo and Dave. Um, it is a beautiful day in Dublin.
2: Twix or Snickers? Twix or Snickers. <laughs> Phone in, Twix or Snickers, guys. What's your favorite party piece you know, I was talking to a bouncer last night outside
1: where coppers
2: <laughs> where where um i was i was I'm in a case at the moment, and there are a lot of people with fancy accents uh, lawyers and one of the words I don't know if you've ever heard of this before, but do you know what morch is? Nope. Morch is.
1: In Dublin for the third month of the year. Oh, really? Oh, March. Yeah, I thought it might be so. I it's thought it twenty third. Thought March, be merch. Of, I thought you were going to say it was like merchandise. Of March. Anyway,
2: I have to try and I have to try and take a broad view of these people. You do because we want an Ireland
1: for all the people. Uh, Ireland for all. Yeah. Uh, so on on that on that basis you are going to tell me that you were appalled <laughs> by, when, you, when you saw by. the scenes at Electric Picnic oh, uh, of the Wolf Tones and the records. Yeah. Audience, they drew.
2: I mean, I know we've, we've talked about this ooh ah up there are and, and you know, we've been through I think we had two, two episodes, but the reaction of the Irish establishment to it, you know, which is entirely manufactured outrage, apart from Erin McGreehan, the senator, whose heart is <laughs> broken again. And, you know, she was just recovering from the last time. with like, I its just broken again. I just, like, oh. People are setting flowers to them in the McGreeton house because they just don't. So <laughs> oh, fuck me. I mean, I think the essence of it is this. I was thinking about that. I was talking to Column Door. Mm, I know Column. Swashbuckling historian, yeah. you know. He's a very, very brilliant guy, you know. He's going to come on the podcast. Yeah. He can't this afternoon because he's a do-gooder who gives of himself to other people constantly and therefore finds it very difficult to have time for himself. Genuinely mm. mean that. You know, he's a, a UCD graduate, terrific intellect, all of that. But we were talking about it and the thought that struck me was the united, a united Ireland was a very good idea when Finna Foyle and Finna were going to run that United Ireland and had the country carved up between themselves with their family dynasties. But when Sinn Féin came along, all of a sudden it was time to apply the brakes. And I was very taken by the fact that, you know, the media having trained its guns again on essentially Sinn Féin. It's not training its guns on the Wolf Tones. They have no interest in the Wolf what, Tones. What
1: media are you talking about here?
2: I'm talking about the Irish establishment. Well, God, the what media. have you
1: seen? I haven't seen that much. What have you seen? Well, I mean,
2: I, I heard, I know that I mean, I, I, that Joe Duffy was talking about, you know, well, I'll tell that, you know, to the parents of the children who, are buried, was, yeah. who are buried six foot under, you know, and I know that you know people in news talk, Kerry Kelly and people but like there was that. that. I mean, so what do you mean? You're you're the one who sent me the clips. <laughs> You've, uh, you sent me the clips.
1: <laughs> well, I, you know, as it, I, 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 I'm uh, sometimes I'm just ashamed to be an establishment shill when I see who uh, I've got to you know, light up alongside. But I didn't see. I thought the reaction to like Joe Duffy stuff was was after was that not after Feda uh, was that not after the, the was it's, that bad? like it's a it's a it's a it's a constant it's a
2: constant it's a constant thing and it's it's a culture war that's what it is it, I, I mean yeah. it's 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 all the DUP have it's all they have it's you know who up there oh they're dancing in the, the the graves of the victims and all of that and it's all. Now that Fine Finnoyle have. That's what they have. They 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 hope, they hope that it might work. You know the Tories in England now. It's about trans and migrants and all of that. You know it's too big a shift at the moment for Fine Gael and Finnoyle to go there. They know that that would not be acceptable in our society, yet. But. This will have to do in the meantime, instead of real politics, instead of dealing with our problems of housing, homelessness, rents, you know, people being priced out of everything, the, 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 the monopoly businesses and all of that. What do we do instead? Well, the member should be ashamed of of himself, the member, for, you know, for refusing to criticise this glorification of the IRA, etc. And it was interesting, you know, when I make the point that that was all that was all very very acceptable twenty years ago, I and mean, that was all. God, oh yes, absolutely, we're a hundred percent up for United Ireland. There'll be absolutely no trouble there whatsoever. But now, now... When there's an existential threat, particularly the of foil, and they see themselves as the sort of southern SDLP that Sinn Fein may very well devour. Now, oh, there's a new IRA, a bad IRA, and a good IRA. As, well, da, as Danny Morrison wrote in his book, you know, there's a there's a there's a good old IRA. And interestingly, Finan Sheehan, who would be you know perceived as a very right wing, very sort of establishment commentator. He wrote about the Wolf Tones. Oh, my God, it sounds like, oh, little there you go. There's the There it is in a nutshell. Do you know who performed at the Fine Gael 2002 Christmas party? Go on, have, have a <laughs> I'm guess. i am going to say. Go on, have a guess. What go, was on, the, uh, go on. Berg? <laughs> the Wolf Tones, the good old Wolf Tones. And Fidon she had wrote about it in the in glowing terms. The hall rocked as the as the Finnegal faithful boomed out a nation once again, an Ireland long a province be a nation once again. But this, uh, okay, look, I, I, so 20, 21 years ago, the Wolf Tones and their brand of sort of fun, sort of republican songs was entirely mainstream. But no
1: I would say the like sinners, the, the sinners. The one thing that wasn't in, in two thousand. The boys
2: who should be driving our taxis, the, the working, thing, the working class. Not, who shouldn't yeah, be anywhere yeah, near okay, power.
1: Okay, I think there's more to it than that, and I think there's more to just saying we once say people want a united Ireland, but I, I we'll, come, we'll come back to that for a second. I think it's interesting uh, how everyone gets, everyone takes what they wanted from this. Like I looked at that and I just thought it was funny. You know the Wolf Tones, this huge crowd uh, yes. uh, at the election being I just thought this is very, this is very funny. Yes, but, um, yeah, it is funny. But the point is this: that it's been harnessed at a time
2: when there are hugely important issues in our society. Yeah, but that's, And let me say this: hugely important issues in the north. I mean, at the at the moment in the north, there's a very bloody loyalist feud ongoing. There have been two attacks in Newtonard's courthouse. There have been threats against the sitting judge by loyalists. A faction of the UVF have gone to the mattresses in the manner of the Soprano family. Mm. There are daily burnings out, houses being burned, cars being burned out. Have you heard a word about that? Have you heard any outrage about the Legacies Bill that's, that's just gone through the Houses of Parliament today, which outlaws any future prosecution of any police officer or soldier, which outlaws any future inquest for grieving families Mm. in circumstances where one gang alone, the Glen Ann gang, were responsible for murdering over 140 Catholic civilians. But look, we're we're going to to talk about that. uh, But but I I, I have not heard, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe Duffy or the Primetime RTE or Virgin programs dealing with any of that. But what I have heard constantly over the last seven days and Squinter from the Andersonstown News, um, he's one of the, the Livingstones and uh, a very highly respected journalist in the North from the Protestant tradition, but he's, he, he would be very much in favor of a New Ireland, a United Ireland, etc. He, he made the point this week, I mean, the vast hypocrisy of this stuff around Dooha Abdurrah, which is a joyous sort of anarchic It's a terrible song. song. We've, we, we, we've we, gone look, through we've, that. We've, we've, yeah. had, we've yeah. had that already. His sister, Julie, was 14 years of age, coming home from school when she was murdered by a British soldier. And the family were told two weeks ago that those files have been sealed until... 2069 hmm. when both her parents will be dead yeah. when her siblings will be dead look I, I, now, that is yeah. that is that that is happening in the context of people like stephen travers the miami show band you, we know what happened to the miami show band well i but, yeah. but it's not something that's d- discussed very much <sighs> stephen survived the miami show band massacre 1975, the band's tour bus by, was stopped by what they thought was an army patrol. This was, in fact, a black op, And the group of soldiers was a mix of serving British soldiers, loyalist paramilitaries, and RUC men from the North's notorious RUC police force that was disbanded as part of the peace agreement. And as the men were being questioned on the roadside, a bomb was covertly placed on the bus by the soldiers. The idea was, Dion, that it would go off later and the IRA would get the blame for this horrific atrocity of a cross-community band because the Miami show band were Protestants and Catholics. The bomb exploded prematurely, it killed two of the attackers, at which point the surviving soldiers and police officers and paramilitaries gunned the rest of the band members to death, or so they thought, miraculously Stephen Travers survived. And in 2021, the High Court approved a 1.5 million settlement against the Ministry of Defence and the Police Service of Northern Ireland. Damages. Now, again, as Stephen said this week, the gross hypocrisy of the southern media, crowing about a song that's, that's sung by kids at festivals, you know, compared to the deaths of many hundreds of innocent civilians at the hands of police officers, British soldiers, gangs that were run by MI5, but doesn't suit the agenda well, to talk about that. What what's what's a much easier hit is the culture war. It's outrageous, and people like Joe Duffy. I remember John Finuc. John's a very good friend of mine. John said to me, he said, I would rather die than say to someone who was critical of my position, how dare you say that? My father was murdered in front of me at the kitchen table when I was six years of age and my mother was hit with a bullet as well and could easily have been killed. He said, I would rather die than use that with someone. And then you've got people like Joe Duffy, people of no substance whatsoever, you know, who are, again, very much part of this establishment, who fear what's coming down the tracks, you know, and, 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 and who've got nothing else left. Let's be, let's be Look, honest I, yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. I mean, the country is running out of control now. Nothing's been done about what's happening. A government's primary function is to secure a future for its young people. Our young people are leaving in their thousands to get out of here. A recent poll showed that 48% of people up to the age of 30 are now being forced to live with their parents. The idea of living independently is gone. The country's been sold to the highest bidder. It's okay if you're middle class. But aside from that, what happened, what happened to the glorious ideals of 1916?
1: well let's hold on a second i want to, there's a couple of things you mentioned joe duffy and i did one of the funny headlines i saw after electric picnic was the wolf tones front man calls out joe duffy after a record-breaking electric picnic set um and there was a quote from brian warfield who uh, is never uh never far from a microphone um saying that this was uh this was the, um, the young people of Ireland have spoken in numbers that Joe Duffy could never get. I think people got their answer about the right to sing a song, and I think at the end of the day, the people of Ireland have spoken. Now, Brian Warfield makes the same mistake there that people who start talking about you know, the need to educate young people uh, do as well, that they actually take anything from a moment in uh In a festival on a on a sunny afternoon when people go along and and do whatever they want, and there is no doubt that um, there is a whole spectrum now of p- how people will people will say, make a joke about Chucky, our law or they will use these terms in a way that thirty years ago if you'd said that if you 'd use those terms if you 'd use a word like that, you would have been identified as somebody supporting uh the you know the, the, the provisional ira um that has kind of changed and we should have rather start thinking about it as as a good thing well no that's you know? not
2: right finofoil finofoil
1: you know up on, up until sort of five or six years
2: into the troubles finofoil where it was all up there and up there and all of that, they were they were cornering the Republican market, and they were very happy to do so, and the farmers in all the Republican areas of Ireland, which there are many, they had cornered that
1: market. But that's, yeah, we've talked about this before as well, that there was, are you, but hold on, let me finish the point I want to make, which is that there is there is there is there needs to be a distinction made, I I find this kind of interesting. Everyone decides to take something from this when it's, and we talked about this when we did the, the podcast about the Irish women's team, that there, there was nothing to it, but it becomes this thing. And that was a slightly different thing where there was a bigger reaction, I think, because people felt, lots of people felt sort of sad that this was, a, was going to overshadow a, gra- a great moment. Everyone just looked at what happened with you know, the electric picking and thought, well, let people enjoy themselves. Sad. How? Imagine, imagine anybody being sad about perfect. Erin <laughs> Well, no, <laughs> what was sad? No, 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 no. Joe, don't cry again. Joe, please, I can't. You know, I've got a, you know, I've got a, you know, I've only got an emotional limit. Just, just you me a minute. Just, just, you, you take a minute. You just take a minute out there to recover. Have, have, a, have a drink of water. Blow your nose.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? and airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: um but the 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 point is that the, the the reaction to this one i think people are going okay this this we we you know and now it's not all young people by any means at Electric Picnic, but it's like, well, we haven't we we we've we've t- totally misread this situation. There are those of us who look at the Wolf Tones and say, uh, "God, why are you? What are you doing? Going to? Why do you like the Wolf Tones? Like they're not like you know they they sing Grace, which is a great song, but there are there are, there are so many better versions out of it. There, Dion, you know, that's Dion, oh, yeah.
2: Dion. Your family listens to jazz, Christmas live jazz bands. You bring eminent sopranos to the house to sing Puccini and Bellini.
1: I listen to all kinds of music. I know, you, I, do. You, know. I know
2: you do. How could you possibly? Do? This is a man.
1: Hold on a second. Hold on a second. This is now. This is... I, I could listen to it either, to be honest. I honestly, <laughs> This is a man who refuses to allow anything. Like the amount of time you insist that we, we end the show. And you know your, your choices are often... Like super, sublime, but you insist that we end with opera Like I am not the person feeding opera into the WhatsApp group all the time. Okay, so let's let's just let's, just, let's push back on that one. Let That's Joe D- Joe That's Joe. True. I need to call you Joe Duffy.
2: <laughs> but anyway, Joe, Joe I want when anybody says
1: the, the word Joe. I mean, first of all, I think
2: to myself, imagine being paid half a million quid a year for answering the phone. You know what always stands out for me was whenever Gay Burndy they they did the tribute to him you know Joe Duffy (laughs) and I sat there you know incredulous as Ryan said oh Joe on straight out a poem you know in tribute to, to to Gay and it was a poem that was made famous in Four Weddings and a Funeral um Auden's funeral, funeral blues. And I just I said, he's not going to read this, is he? No. Oh, he was my sort of east, my north, my south, my east, my west, my working week, <laughs> my Sunday rest. I mean, Gaybird would have been puking in heaven, like my good, my midnight, my talk, my song. I thought that love would last forever. I was wrong. Right? I mean, like, you do know, you do know. The poem is a satire. It's a piss take on how the establishment goes way over the top in eulogising a person's death for their own ends. Stop all the clocks, cut off the telephone, prevent the doctor from barking with a juicy bone. A bit like, you know, Tony Blair calling Lady Di the princess of all our hearts. The people's princess. Is,
1: yeah. So,
2: you know, there's, but, but, that, but there's but Joe but Duffy. And his approach to that is a shallow. But actually, a, every but like, every bit you, as shallow as his approach I'm going to, the to the North.
1: north. The one thing I'd say about that, everyone, so many people became aware of that poem through Four Weddings and a Funeral, which is a Richard Curtis film and which doesn't do satire that I don't think people are aware of that. Joe, Joe said
2: that night and he boasted about it that it took him seven years to get through Trinity and my immediate thought was that quickly.
1: <laughs> oh, anyway, I want to ask well, you it something. Have, Joe, what what, what I can't
2: have and the reason I'm very critical of him is, is this is this what I believe to be false manufactured hysteria around this and talking about dead children and stuff like that, you know, very much the way Fenton O'Toole did. Now, I'm glad to see Fenton didn't have another go at it. He wound his neck in after the last time when a lot of survivors in the North were hugely critical of amusing us in the North as a, 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 as a political football. But let me come back to what I think is the real problem here. Okay. And I think that the real problem is that this is now employed as a culture war because Fine and Fianna the establishment, had it all their own way. And when the southern establishment, and I remember this very clearly, they were saying all the time, Sinn Féin need to put their energies into politics. People in the north must put their energies into politics. They must go down the political route. But the subtext for that was... Don't be good at it, because if you're good at it, <laughs> you'll disrupt our little fiefdom down here. And as uh, Column Dore tells a very good story, you know, Column, the historian that we were talking about, that uh, a, a very well-known journalist had asked him to sort of told him this story about a very, very prominent SDLP man. After the peace process in Sinn Féin, we're now in the canteen. To his horror, we're in the canteen at Stormont. You know, some of them have been elected. Now, the SDLP was still the top dog at that stage. He said that his nose was wrinkled in distaste as he talked about them in the corner and said, Those people have no capacity. They should stick to taxiing us up to Stormont. And that is precisely the attitude of Fine Gael and Fine Well, you I see, mean, yeah. they, no, uh, look, and I, the okay. nightmare, the nightmare is, are the John Finukins and the Ono Brins. The university-educated Look, I, intelligentsia I, I, who are not part of these family dynasties, and I mean, just think back, think back about the foundation of the state, okay? And it's very, very deep-rooted in Irish society these family dynasties who run politics here, because that's what Finnegill and Finnoyle are. So you asked yourself the question: People say this all the time. What's the difference between them? Ideologically, what's the difference? And the uh, the difference is that there are no, no differences. Because they're not ideologically driven. Nobody knows what they stand for. They are parties that are the product of family dynasties. They see it as their right. So, I mean, a good analogy, I think, is you look at W.T. Cosgrave, the founder of Fine Gael, right? The guy who said that workhouse children were effluent in society and would be better being shipped abroad. Um, and who... Who who wore a top hat? You know, he looked just like just like any other member of the British aristocracy. And Cosgrave's exact quote about workhouse children being affluent people reared in. Workhouses, as you are aware, are no great acquisition to anyone. They have no ideas whatsoever of civic responsibility or community. As a rule, their highest aim is to live at the expense of the ratepayers. Any of this sound familiar? Consequently, it would be a decided gain if they all took it into their heads to emigrate. When they go abroad, they are thrown in their own responsibilities and have to work whether they like it or not. And you've got this guy who's the, a founder member of Fine Gael. And as Franz Fanon, the great anti-colonial theorist, said about the middle-class Algerians, obviously, as you know, France colonized Algeria in very much the same way as the British did here, said, the middle-class Algerians just want to, more than anything else, the thing they hunger for most is to replace our French rulers and to be just like them. And like Animal Farm, the Irish who took over here were indistinguishable from the British they replaced, in my view. All the radicals were devoured by the revolution. Liam Lynch, Collins, was assassinated. And, you know, I just think of Animal Farm, you know, somehow (laughs) it seemed as though the farm had grown richer, this is after the revolution, when they'd got rid of the humans, without making the animals themselves any richer, except, of course, for the pigs. And then one day, as you know, in animal farm, the other animals see one of the pigs walking on his hind legs. And before they can talk about this or complain about it, the sheep start bleating because the sheep have been taught a new slogan by the pigs. Four legs good, two legs better. Four legs good, two legs better. Four legs good, two legs better. And then the new commandment, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. And then there's a row over cards between the pigs and their aristocratic human visitors. Prince Charles coming here, you know, that whole, those links between our aristocracy and our whole, you know, establishment fraternity. And the creatures outside looked from pig to man. They rushed to the house and from man to pig and from pig to man again. But already it was impossible to say which was which. And, you know, many historians argue very cogently that what we had in Ireland was a very shallow revolution. You know, the vision of equality of everyone, the proclamation, all those things, they turned
1: out to be a sham. Well, look, this is, yeah, the point of it... Fine Gael forgot about well, the look, North. Well, you see, but, but that comes forgot back... Forgot about social change. That comes back to the point... point. And now I,
2: the problem is that you've got a party... Who actually want to try and do some
1: good? Well, well, yeah. Well, let's let's see. It. Well, you know, people would say one thing. People would say is well, look what they you know their, their record in the north. Okay, with what all, record? You know, well, you know the, the, their record in the north doesn't say that they that they're necessarily going what. To be what, the what are Stormont's governmental powers? Tell me. Well, what they well, are. well, they've got powers over housing. Tel- got, no, they yeah, don't. They yeah. don't have any
2: finance raising powers. None. They have no fiscal powers of any kind. The north is a sectarian kindergarten that was set up by Chris Patton in stages. The first stage we're still in, which is let them get to know each other, see if there can be any progress here, because we can't trust them to do politics. Now, the storm has been closed for the vast majority of the time since it it, it was reinvented, as as I call it, a sectarian kindergarten, to try and keep a lid on things. It's been very successful at that. But if look, you don't look, have any fiscal powers, you don't have any tax. Right, look, I powers, want to, the point I want to say, make. No, no, this is a very yeah. important point, and I hear people in the south saying, "Oh, look at their look." If if that's what you are arguing, it's an entirely false argument. It is no. Dishonest. Right, what I am arguing it's is dishonest, that... and it's false to argue that because they do not have any real governmental powers in the north. In fact, I think the only two pieces of legislation that have been enacted, one was to put a tax on plastic bags, of five p, I think it was. And everybody came out the front of the storm, and they cheered. You know, it was like a kiddie's photograph. And the other one, the other one was a very modest tweak to the organ donation legislation, which was, I have to say, extremely welcome. But again, they have very, very limited powers. And of course, the DUP have now decided, you know, well, look, we're just going to stay out um, for the foreseeable
1: future. So no, what I'm what I'm saying is, that I, I I'll wait and see how revolutionary. Sinn Féin are going to be I'll take when that point entirely okay. okay Joe I'm going to stop you there on that point but you agreeing with me entirely and um, we're going to come back to this in a second part and talk about the culture wars and various aspects of what we've been talking about but we're going to close today with something special something special particularly for our Fine Gael listeners this is the Wolf Tones at the Fine Gael Christmas party in 2002 Bringing the hostess. <laughs>